0: Hey guys, if you are wanting to start your own podcast and you want a super easy way to do it, I highly recommend Anchor. So you can download the free Anchor app. You can either go to anchor.fm or just search on your phone for Anchor app. And the reason I love it is it's completely free. It's a way that you can record and piece together like different elements of your podcast, whether you're on like your phone or your computer. And then it like basically puts, your podcast in all of the different places so like apple podcast and spotify and then you can make money from it so you don't have to have like any minimum amount of listeners it's basically everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place for free so you can download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm and i hope you guys enjoy it have fun with it
1: welcome to the spiritual rebels and misfits roundtable
0: Where we invite our fellow dreamers, thinkers, healers, lightworkers, world teachers, misfits, and rebels to join us every week at The Roundtable.
1: Where we explore everything from love, business, life, and even things others might think are strange, like UFOs or channeling.
0: And we have co-created this space to deepen our own personal and spiritual journeys. And we'd love to have you add your questions, your wisdom, thoughts, ideas, alongside us here at The Roundtable.
1: And we're your hosts, Ashley Bradley, intuitive business coach and mom, calling out healers and lightworkers of the world to play a bigger game and show up with their unique magic.
0: And this is my best friend, James Fletcher. He is also a speaker, a writer, a member of the recovery community, and a clear spiritual activist.
1: Hi, everybody. How are we doing today? It's James and Ashley. Today, we're talking about uniting divine energies. It's a big topic with lots of space to go lots of places. And we're joined by two of our reoccurring guests, Crystal and Lamont. Ashley, what did you hope to get out of this conversation? How did you think it went? Well,
2: first, well,
0: first, well, first. I just want (laughs) to name (laughs) because we want to give you guys a sense of um, what to expect, like, there was like, there might be a couple little like hiccups. I know that my sound went out at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Internet, I maybe it's just the feminine energy is just so fucking powerful that it's just like the computer has <laughs> to be more masculine and it's just like can't handle it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, for me, this is a topic I'm just exploring. I, I'm waking up to it. I'm remembering, and I have been consuming so many audiobooks lately about the divine feminine about goddess consciousness um, and it's such a it's it's I feel like just almost hard to put words to but I feel it and I think that that um, you'll see me like kind of awkwardly at times like tiptoeing around this topic because I'm really still figuring out how to speak about something that's like a feeling um and I think that the other two that join us, Crystal um, and Lamont, they give great perspectives to it. I mean, what were you wanting to get out of the conversation and do you think we got it today?
1: I wanted this to be a beginning of a discussion, not a complete discussion. I think mm-hmm. that for a lot of our audience, myself included, that like understanding the uniting of masculine and femi- femis- en- feminine energy, God, I can't speak right now. That sounds so fucking weird and avant-garde. Like those are the really, like rooted in the spiritual community, like really understand it. And I'm coming to understand it through living it and from having great teachers in my life and doing my own reading and research. So I hope it's a beginning discussion. And mm-hmm. to be quite honest, we talk a lot about sex to begin with, because I think that's a real entry point for everyone is they understand sex to a certain degree it intrigues them. And if we can start there, we can really dig deeper as far as society energetically a shift in the universe about what we mean by masculine and feminine energy so i hope it's a beginning discussion that's what yeah
0: i I feel like it's like sex and also like even gender identity and all of those things we start to branch a little bit just because of my like interest in it in like the business world and how these things show up and i feel like um Really what I hope that you get out of this when you listen is that it just starts to scratch the surface and sort of open your mind into how these energies show up within you. What's been conditioned into you and how are you operating? And how is it feeling for you? How is it working out for you? Because I think that whether you're a man or a woman, I think that we are all working towards this place of balance, balance between us and so, I hope that there's something intriguing that gets you to just really further sink into how this applies to you.
1: And just real quick, I just hope you enjoy fucking hanging out the round table and hearing four very distinct people that are really, really trying to talk about some spiritual elements with some grace and humor. So enjoy.
0: And leave your comments because we are building up this fucking podcast and (laughs) we want other people to find it. So Yeah, like leave a comment and tell your friends. (laughs) Enjoy. Hi, everybody.
1: Hello.
0: (laughs) Okay, so we're talking about what?
1: (laughs) I said
2: awkward.
0: We're going to talk about uniting divine energies. But you guys, well, maybe you don't know us, but we like to just sort of ease our way into things. And it's very perfect because it's about dividing in, what am I talking about right now? Uniting divine energies. And I feel like the divine feminine is not like, let's just get down to business. Let's just get to our agenda, right? Like, it's really about like, hmm, let's settle into the space. Let's see what's here. Let's connect.
1: (laughs) I don't. I can't take you serious when you do skit voices. I'm <laughs> saying, yeah. what,
2: what we'll is ease it?
1: into it.
0: <laughs> well, how has your week been? I know we've talked once this week, but any other any other things you want to tell us about?
1: It's been really like going, like going, going, going. I think we talked more than once. I felt like I talked to you a couple times. Um, in always- our
0: dreams, we yeah, I'm sure we astral project and travel to see each other and that's probably what it is
1: so you're saying you see me in your dreams (laughs) you know bob is gonna watch this and it's gonna start a whole another controversy i just not do not need in my life so (laughs) but yeah things have been really good i mean you know everything given i hope everyone else is doing well uh i mean covid still being covid but I've been able to find my center, my balance, uh, my time with you. Um, how you been doing?
0: Things are good. Like, honestly, I feel like I'm obsessed with channeling, and I honestly feel like um, everything I want to watch on Gaia is about channeling. And honestly, I don't think it's going to happen. What? Oh, there's like a, do you have Facebook open in the background? You need to shut that shit down. It's echoing. Um, then we'll get back to channeling.
1: Ma'am, that is not the divine feminine. That is very masculine of you and very mm-hmm. hostile. So actually,
0: do- actually, I feel like we'll sort of break into this a little bit, but I do feel like you can be powerful in the divine feminine. I think that's a myth. Shut that okay. shit down. Come back here. <laughs>
1: Go on with your channeling. Anyway,
0: on. Anyway, oh. anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, so... I felt honestly like I was actually kind of being pushed when Lucinda wasn't able to join us to be our other guest that like, they were like, yeah, we want you to, to channel the divine feminine consciousness. And I was like, I am just stepping into this. I don't really feel like I'm ready to channel live on our podcast. And they're like, well, it's fine. We're just going to stream up consciousness through you at certain points. And am like, that is Okay. <laughs>
1: So you had that full-on conversation with yourself beforehand?
0: Not with myself, with my spirit team. You, you and I must need to catch up. Like this is this. Well, this has been over the last few days, but yeah, like it. I really do talk to my guides and my spirit team. And
1: so, for anyone that doesn't know, like, give us like a quick. Synopsis of like channeling is channeling hmm. versus meditation. What exactly it all?
0: Channeling is, is going to be a different episode, so I think we should just like talk about the divine feminine. But yeah, that we could go into that, and I feel like it's such a a new thing that I don't. I don't even think we need to dive into that right now.
1: Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. We're super bossy today. All right. Awesome. <laughs> So well,
0: I would say, okay, okay, fine, 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 fine. I would say, like, you can have conversations sort of uh, with your spirit team where you almost feel like an answer back, but if someone channels, they could do it through writing, uh, or they can do it as a voice channel, and that area, like, is not something, I mostly do written channeling, although Lucinda tells me that I was channeling all the time, and that, feel like I do it during my readings at certain points where you just like talk really fast and you're basically just like connecting in with a like a consciousness and and pulling it through it's interesting and I'm like just starting to understand it but it's fascinating I mean Abraham Hicks people listen to Abraham Hicks that's channeling yeah.
1: I mean, I, I think I get the gist, gist of it, but I want to catch everyone else up. I, I kind of want to talk about like why we're talking about this exact topic today. What's inspired it? You usually ask me that question. So what's inspiring this topic, Miss Bradley?
0: Hmm. Wow. I feel like there's been a lot of shifts happening within me that have been really sort of waking up the divine feminine and it came in different pieces. Like obviously I read that book called Witch and we had our bitches and witches episode. And I just think it, um, I feel like I hear echo. It's really fucking distracting. <laughs> we got to shut down any, any like Facebook, uh, um, no?
1: Nothing's open on my side. So maybe it's your spirit team and maybe they just seem to quiet maybe they're out. just
0: echoing everything back. So. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, what inspired it is I, I just keep hearing my voice back. You talk about it. I can't, I can't, I can't focus in cause I'm hearing my voice back over and over and it right. usually doesn't do this.
1: Are you going to have an emotional breakdown during our podcast or can you get it together? I really I'm gonna channel
0: the goddess Kali and I'm just going to fucking <laughs> make chaos right now. Like it's going to, I'm going to pull a card. I'm just okay. going to pull a card. That's what's going to happen. And I trust that it's just going to be something amazing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay.
2: This is what you have
0: to deal with all the time. <laughs> Ooh. with focus and intention I can shape my energy in any direction Nice, for those that are like watching
1: what deck is that hmm. from
0: it's actually from the moon deck because Sonia was like asking about it and I'm like I have that one
1: where'd you get that moon deck from
0: from you yeah <laughs> you're welcome So
1: so real quick, I kind of want to get into like uh, what I...
0: No, we're not going to read
1: it? Uh, We'll read it.
0: Okay. Well, this is for anyone (laughs) listening too. This is manifest. With focus and intention, I shape my energy. Energy has a rhythm, frequency, and vibration. And when we focus our intention with purposeful calm, our ability to shape energy... In the desired direction is magnified you're becoming more skilled at receiving and manifesting as you fine-tune your ability to cast your loving spells into the world maintain a sense of reverence for the greatest good and your skills will flourish anytime you exert force or doubt into the equation equal force or doubt will push back so we'll just stop there it goes on it goes on into a ritual and
1: I, like that. I, I needed that. That got me re centered. So thank you for that. So yeah. can, can I touch real quick on a, a few things I was looking into about feminine energy versus masculine energy and the combination of the two just for some anyone that doesn't really know what the hell we're talking about. And, you know, and how both energies are actually, they're really, really beautiful. And the issue at hand is that we've kind of gone lopsided on energies, right? That's the feeling. Yes. we kind of really lopsided and it's been the masculine energy, right? The, the patriarchy. Yeah, yeah, the patriarchy. And we're really, the shift that is being talked about all over the place and we're feeling is going into the feminine energy. The beautiful, beautiful feminine energy. So real quick, a couple notes on feminine energy. Uh, This is described from various sources I was looking through. So feminine energy is described as flowing, dynamic. It's like a river. The core of feminine energy is creation out of thin air. The strength of feminine energy comes from her soul and knowing who she is. Feminine energy needs expression and creation or it will dry out. I feel like
0: I want to add a few other things because I, I want to say I like I want to say all of that and like I really like the sense that there is chaos in it, right? Mm-hmm. Like there is the universe was born out of chaos. And so there that's sort of like the side of the emotions and how that has been too much for men and the patriarchy, right? And that women mm-hmm. have what held it all all in. Um, so I, I wanna make sure that it's all of encompassing of all the different things. It's like working with the cycles of nature and knowing that we are a part of nature. It is really seeing ourselves as intuitive beings that are able to fucking pull intuition and ideas like really from universal consciousness and just share that shit, create from there Um, that it's, I, I feel like there's so much that is also dynamic that I don't want it to be misunderstood as being, just only like the soft sides of things but yeah i think that that's an amazing beautiful description
1: well so. yeah and so and with that absolutely like i think that's what the dynamic part comes from it can be dynamic it can be exhilarating and sometimes it can be frightening cuz it's just it's like a river it's flowing and that's feminine mm. energy like even talking about it i can like feel it like in my cuz we have both parts everybody and yes. that's I think, where we get a little off track is that men feel that. And so the masculine energy is described as stable, more predictable. Its strength is willpower, clarity, focus. Male energy is protective and direct. And again, we have both those energies within each one of us. But I feel that mm. men feel that they have to like encompass just that male energy. And anything that's feminine has to be pushed aside or is weak. And then women feel that like, you know, well, not you, my love, but a lot of women feel they have to be more docile, you know, and they have to, you know, give into that more masculine, productive, uh, protective energy and they can't encompass it within themselves. And
0: Well, here's the thing though, too, is that I see the problem is that most women growing up doing business, like really being in a career that is, built by the patriarchy that most people are trying to operate from masculine including women and it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good for a lot of men either. And I feel like that is sort of like a big thing that I want people to recognize is how really uniting these energies creates balance within them. And that really all of nature is meant to exist within balance and this like inner peace and joy and all the things that people want, like really like start with the balance of these energies. Like I I, I really want to be so bold to like, say that I feel like this is a foundational thing. Would you? Would you agree with that boldness?
1: Uh, Absolutely. And uh, I just feel that uh, everything, I don't even know how to put it in words. Like everything that's happening right now, it is a, a harking, it is a calling, it is a push for us to understand the feminine energy more. And people are going to be like, oh my God, he's so gay with these things he say but like to understand the feminine energy more and embrace it more. Cause I think our balance is way the fuck off.
0: If anyone is listening, were to say that 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 it's because you're gay. They are not our idealists. <laughs> we are not speaking to those people. So I don't care. <laughs> let's just let's just name that.
1: <laughs> this this we're, brings me back to your, your text yesterday <laughs> when I tried to say something about like, oh, I don't want them to think we're taking us too serious and you said, "Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and read what did I say."
1: <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Someone will find fault, and anything that would do—that's what they're looking for. And they are not our people.
0: <laughs> and, I was like, and I'm pretty oh. sure I said, "This age that we're going into is the age of giving no fucks." So we're gonna <laughs> do whatever we want to do, <laughs> and but, the chips will fall where they may, right?
1: <laughs> but I mean, even like as we go through, like this whole, you know. Illness that is sweeping about this, you know, uh, political change, this the civil change. I think that we're really neglecting tapping into that feminine energy. And we're like, we're going by patriarchy, like you said, by masculine. And we're really missing that nurturing, also wild, also very creative energy within each one of us. And I think anyone that has any kind of spiritual ear or is part of any kind of spiritual community, they know that the time of feminine energy, the rise of feminine energy is upon us, right? Mm.
0: I would say they should, they should by now. And it's being awakened specifically in uh, the women. I mean, I, I definitely see it in the women. I'll be curious to hear if some of the men are feeling it as well, like, by the way, guys, there's chat here and you can like interact with us and ask questions and share wisdom. But I do feel like women are waking up to it, that um, it's, it's really something that can't be ignored anymore. And just start to notice the people around you um, or better yet, honestly, like be the fucking one to like wake them up to how powerful they are if, (laughs) and not just wait for them to sort of find it themselves because we are also all waking each other up as well. Uh, we're gonna have a few different guests and I, I really love that they're gonna be bringing different perspectives and different angles to everything. Um, so I do wanna bring in Lamont so that he can join us. So I'm gonna pull him in right now. Okay. Hi. Hey,
3: can you
0: guys
1: hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, good,
3: good, good, awesome. How How's you? it
1: going? Were you having some technical issues, my friend?
3: I was. I was having some technical issues. I was like, "Oh, of course!" Like you've been working all day, and <laughs> like now, now you want to glitch, mess up, and go slow. Like,
1: well, you now. Maybe yeah. we should breathe and take it all in. There we go. So,
0: how's it going, guys? I'm glad to be back. Looking at I'm you, you back. I love that.
1: I'm glad you're back, my friend. But Lamont, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself. For those of you that are not familiar with our fabulous friend, Lamont, tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: So my name is Lamont Damon. And um, before, I was a inspiring, motivational um, leader, trying to become a motivational leader. I was watching your show. I've been watching guys' show ever since... I've been on the first time. And you guys had a guest, um, a guest, um, and she was talking about, um, oh my gosh, my brain's just going all. Okay, slow down, brain, slow down. (laughs) (laughs) I love love you. All right, so um, you guys had a guest, and she was talking about being an empowerment leader. And I was like, whoa, what is that? Because that sounds so much better than what I'm trying to do. So I've been (laughs) doing tons of research and I am now like an empowerment, like inspiring to be an empowerment
0: leader.
1: <laughs> no, you are an empowerment leader, my friend. Just own it. Own. It. I'm yes. trying to get ahead of Ashley before she lays into like, I'm not.
0: You know what? What's so funny too is that person Andy that you were talking about, the empowerment coach, um, just yeah. texted me right as you were saying that as well. So hey, hello, universe. Good see you. Hello. Um, hello. But, yeah. So. You are a um, empowerment leader. And then I know that there's certain things like related to this topic. Why do we ask you to talk to us about uniting divine energies?
3: Um, probably because you guys feel like I have a good sense of balance in life or at least like in concepts like these. I probably could use a little bit more balance in life. But <laughs> in concepts <laughs> like these. Um, and I... Like, I was listening to everything you were saying earlier, and I totally agree with you. Like, male energy, um, female energy is a balance. Um, It goes back, like, you can go back to the Chinese um, culture, the yin and yang, and they even talk about, like, that kind of balance and everything. So, um, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, the, um, it's funny because I always talk to people, you know, with their business about the balance of the being and doing and I'm like, yeah, it's the yin yang, the being doing, the masculine feminine, and that we're all meant to really exist in this, this balance between the two. Have you ever like felt like you were like more on one side or the other and like experienced what that was like?
3: absolutely so um growing up i felt like i was i i didn't feel like i was surrounded by a lot of female energy because unfortunately in my family the women were the head of the household um and actually it's not unfortunate. I take that back. I'm so sorry. It wasn't unfortunate. I got
1: so scared for <laughs> you right now. Come like, Please don't say that. She's gonna start to levitate. Bad things are gonna happen. So thank you for that. Right.
3: <laughs>
0: I didn't even really catch that. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. So not unfortunate. Fortunately, the women were the power. Um, the power in that of the household. They were the head of household and um growing up i wanted to be a girl because they were awesome i just mm. saw my mom i saw my thias i saw my grandma and like the kind of str- the strength that they took to get through everyday life um and then but then they have been cultured to like have like a male's a male a female's a female so it was really beating into me like no poppy like you're you're a man that's how a man acts that's how a man responds and so of course you know i kind of (laughs) sort of like conform and i find my groove eventually as i go through life
1: um so yeah. just real, real quick, will you clarify on that? Because I think I know what you're talking about. But when you say they like, or like, this is how a male responds. So let's talk a little bit about that social structure of how a man responds and acts. So what do you mean by that?
3: So we very much live in a binary culture. Like in, in the United States of America, we're really binary, male, female. This is how a male acts. This is how a female acts. Um, and my mom and my theas were very much um, like that. They were like, "Hey, like, um, can't wear a dress. Um, deepen your voice. Um, walk, walk differently. Like, don't, don't switch your hips. You know, like." Like, cause again, like, and it's not, a, I don't think it was from a place of like just conformity, but like safety too. Like mm. they were scared. Like if I turned out one way in the world, what would happen to me? So mm. there's that angle, but very much, very much, we grow up in, we grew up in a society that's binary.
1: So Lamont, would you agree And tell me if I'm way off base though, that a lot of that was like a man is not to show free range of emotion. A man is not to be overly coddling, overly emotional. Like a man is not to cry, to show grief, to show sympathy. Cause I mean, I've experienced that a lot in my life of shutting down of the female energy. So no, that okay.
3: unfortunately, that was not part of my upbringing. They very much allowed me and my brothers and cousins to have our emotions and encourage us to feel our emotions. Um, so I was fortunate on that end. Um, but on the flip side, when some of my Theos came into the picture, um, because I didn't spend a lot of time with my Theos, but like when some of them did
0: come in, they brought Can that in here. Lamont, still mm-hmm. sorry, maybe it's my things.
1: Okay. <laughs> <Go on, Lamont.
3: laughs> <laughs> All right, so they brought that energy in with them, like, no, like, why are you crying? Don't cry, toughen up, you know. Um, so it's, it's, it's a balance of like, like it was, it was this weird balance of it's okay to have your feelings, but you need to act like this. And then my often were like, no, it's not okay to have your feelings Mm -hmm. and act like this.
1: So, Mm -hmm. so so I I just want to ask one more question. Sorry to like dominate this question when it's supposed to be about feminine energy and female energy, but, um, you, you are pansexual, correct? Is that a correct yes. term? So yes. I just yeah. want to kind of explore that, not necessarily to get into the sexual aspect of it. I think it's more because, you know, I, I'm i old school gay. I'm a little bit older than you. We're not going to talk about how much older, but I'm a little bit older than you. And so there was not all these expansive exploratory terms when I was coming out but pansexual, from my understanding, it has a lot to do with falling in love with energy, correct? And and a person's soul and heart. So I wanna kind of talk to about, can you describe what pansexual means to you? Because I think I don't even understand it fully.
3: Yeah, so um, pansexuality to me means falling in love with the person's energy, like you were saying, falling Mm -hmm. in love with their personality and um, not really caring about their body parts. So a gay man wants a male, like he wants a male. He might be interested in certain different types of personality, but they have to be male. Like he's not gonna go for any female, absolutely not. A bisexual, they'll go for male and female, right? But a pansexual can go for male, female, and anywhere in between,
2: anywhere in the
3: spectrum. Like we're not just like on the binary we're Flowing through
1: the spectrum, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, it, it does. So it is about being t- honed into someone's energy and that attraction. Co- is that correct? Am I under- I want to yes. make sure I understand yes. it because I feel like such a fucking idiot in my own community sometimes. So it is about being in love with someone's energy, right? And what they yes. contribute to the world. So it is purely about being in love with both masculine and feminine energy. Yeah. Look at, look at, I'm learning things. Do you have any questions on that, Ashley? Are you already hip to the pansexual thing? I've just been behind on the times, or?
0: Well, I was having some technical things where I couldn't hear anymore, so that's why I had to leave the broadcast studio and come back in, because the universe is just, you know, giving little fun, playful experiences right now. So, (laughs) (laughs) so hopefully I stay connected to it. Um, Yeah, I, I, don't want to like ask too many questions for the sake of the people that listen to this later or, or after. Um, but I, yeah, let's just okay. sort of keep it. I think I have a, a general understanding, but I also want to like honor um, everyone else. Because it'll be awkward if people are like listening to it and they're like, okay, this bitch. She's just
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> I mean, isn't that kind like, of why we had the table though? Like,
0: like five minutes just for me. Thank you. I was like
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's why we had the table to like, like that was part of the agreement. Like I'm going to stick my foot in my mouth a lot. But like, I, I honestly had no real understanding of what pansexual was. Like I was so confused by it and I'm admitting it like, you know, and like it took people like Lamont, Lamont to educate me on it. And now I think I have a, a better understanding of and i think it is beautiful with this topic that there is a whole generation out there it's like uh-uh like i'm not controlled by body parts i'm not controlled by holes or the way we have sex i'm controlled particularly by your energy and what you bring to this world and you know how you resonate with me on a, an energetic level and i think that's beautiful
0: well, here's my thought as well, is I think that most women are more attuned naturally, the ones that are actually in tune with sort of their divine feminine, the thinking like that anyway. And I think it's the mm-hmm. male brain and the male energy that wants to be like, this goes in this box, this has this label, let's keep it all organized. And the female flow is just like, I really don't, I think there's less fucks given with like all of that stuff. There, of course, they're gonna be, Women, right? Like that are not understanding it for other conditioned reasons, right? Or that they're um, maybe just sort of accessing the male viewpoints more in the male way of thinking. But I do feel like before everyone told us what to think, that, that that is just sort of probably how a lot of us were designed to be more naturally. Like, do you think that's fair to say, Lamont, or am I taking too many I think that's, that's absolutely fair. fair to say. I think
3: that's absolutely fair to say. Um, because everything that women do today, not everything, but a lot of things that women do today is men dictated, like wear makeup, wear high heels, wear dresses, skirts and stuff. Like that was all like men driven to like please men, you
0: know? Um, Here's my thought. Can we just like pull in Crystal, to also chime in
3: on this now and
0: then like leave Lamont, like Lamont, are you cool with hanging out a little bit longer? I am like... so
3: cool with
1: hanging
3: out.
1: Here's your reminder. Okay.
2: please check. Sorry, I... can you guys hear that? Oh, you
1: fine. Let's escape. Let's show inside the
2: crystal. <laughs> Hi, Crystal. Hi. Can you hear Hi. me?
0: Yeah, perfectly. Um, awesome.
2: awesome.
0: Did Did Hi, you catch that, that part? And oh, do you think that that's like a fair way of like? thinking about how women versus men might think about sexuality and sex in general.
2: Okay, say the first part of that piece again.
0: Oh, that women are more like in a state of kind of flow in terms of how they think about sex and their sexuality versus with men which wanna put a label and kind of category to like everything. Women are more like kind of open and expanded, like without being uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. It doesn't matter. We're just here.
2: I can resonate <laughs> with what you're saying on a space of <clears throat> the non-divine masculine, I feel, has been put into a really hardcore box mm. on this planet. And in this time, their conditioning is so tight and yeah. it's really difficult to, to, you know, work that out of them. They need, you know, some of them need a lot of help understanding that it's okay to integrate their feminine energy and be yes. in the energy. Yeah. I feel really passionate about it, honestly. It's, I see, I've seen it in my lovers and my friends. And of course we, uh, as living in a divine feminine and masculine as myself, I know what the freedom is and I know that it's okay to integrate these energies within us and be on both sides and to use those pieces to pull from in all of the ways that, that would serve. You know, there are times when I need to be more masculine because I've integrated that part of myself, I can use that as a tool mm. and not be afraid or feel weird. But even in that piece, like, Lamont was just saying, hi, Lamont, by the way, I'm so excited to
3: be
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, how like women are, have that conditioning for men um, to like put themselves together and like put on makeup and be gorge or whatever. Mm. And for me, like I do it for me at this point, you know, this is for me to feel fucking fabulous. But that was the conditioning, you know, and, um. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that thought. It was going to connect. But yeah, it's I really all, feel it's like there are the boxes, we're put into boxes and the conditioning is silly because we can integrate all of, we are both energies, yeah. period. Ashley,
1: real so, quick. Yeah. Real, real quick. You were making an amazing fucking point, and I'm so. You need to make your points, even if you're afraid. Like it's gonna. I mean, you're not afraid, but like your point was totally valid, and I love it, friend. And whenever Crystal comes around, I say it's friend right away. But like <laughs> your point was so valid, and I love that you said that because with women. Yeah, especially when women aren't aren't around other people that try to keep them in the structure, they are free flowing with sexuality. Mm -hmm. They are very much just honed into energies, and society has put that conditioning of like, oh no, don't get to that, don't get into that. Oh, that's that's questionable. That's gay. That's not acceptable.
0: Obviously, well, not obviously to everyone else, but we have a lot of transgender friends, like, Mm -hmm. or and a few that we're really close to, and uh, I do think that a female to male like who is going to date a woman has an easier time because the woman's going to be open-minded more often to that change in gender than those that go um male to female because i feel like men tend to be and i feel like there's even studies on this about how the male mind that's that's what i was wanting your take on crystal about how the male mind thinks about sexuality and sexual partners, that the divine feminine is more fluid um, and has, uh, I think, just more space and is more about the connection and the relationship. So that, I think, was really just the point that I was making, is that um, just women, I think, in their natural state and energy are able to do that. Um, Yeah.
1: Yes, yes.
2: Well, the divine feminine, in its essence, is the shapeshifter, it's the experiencer. So you have the defined masculine who is, and we see this in all the parables of all the religions and all the stories and all the symbolism. We have Shakti and Shiva. You know, Shakti is um, over here, the shapeshifter, the feminine energy that's like going through and flowing and experiencing life. But then there's Shiva, what is the masculine divine? That is the seer. It's the immovable. You know, it doesn't move. It just, uh, it's the observer. So we can look at this on a level of the yin and the yang or God and Jesus. Okay. It's like the observer, the masculine energy. I hold space for all masculine. And then you have Mm -hmm. the feminine that comes through and is the creator and the mover. And so it is more natural for us women to be in that fluid space for sure but as you're talking about this it's really downloading to me right now about the 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 feminine not in the divine or in the consciousness that puts herself even in the the rigid box of masculinity Mm -hmm. that is something that's blowing my mind as i'm sitting here too women that that shut themselves off from diving into shadow, going into that evolution and carrying a lot of masculine energy that they haven't integrated and felt become at peace with, you know? Yeah, I feel
0: like it's the uniting and the integration that Mm -hmm. does create the peace. And I do think it was, uh, I'm guessing at some point when patriarchy stepped in that created all of these dualities of... Um, like it's either sort of like the the virgin, the innocent, the good girl, and then the other side of the pendulum, like the whore, the prostitute, sort of like the dirty one, you know, and it's sort of like, there's all of these split energies and it's like, almost like people feel like they have to pick a side and be boxed in within the energy. And like Crystal saying, like even integrating the, the, the divine feminine like the I think the divine feminine is the integration would does that make sense and same probably with with the 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 male side as well
2: yeah it's all about integration because being able like I was saying before it's like to be able to pull from that piece so say you're in you're in bed with your lover and they need tenderness but you haven't and and okay so I mean it would have to be you know a man and a a cisgender man and woman Mm. okay and and the woman needs tenderness she needs this to to open up to heal Mm. to start or to even be able to perform in the bedroom like feel safe enough she needs tenderness if a man is able to integrate his feminine energy he can show up to her in that way in that space and then ultimately get laid which is what he wants to get (laughs) right but it's like it's it's integrating that magical stuff and mastering mm. the self and asking yourself, what percentage, masculine and feminine, am I comfortable, you know, operating? And this can change. None of it has to stay the same. Mm. But to be able to pull those resources, to be resourced within yourself. Um, To show, I mean, for me right now as an entrepreneur, I've been finding, like my husband's been saying to me, your your masculine energy is like driving me nuts, right? It's like, and I'm like, I know, but I spend so much of my day at a 30,000 foot point of view, looking into the business, being the seer. That it's like, now I have to deregulate that when I get into the bedroom or whatever. Maybe it's time for him to get domed that night. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I think that what you're saying about business is that everybody has been conditioned to see professional life and business through a masculine lens. And that is the fucking thing that drives me crazy because I see all these business owners out there that are like not having fun that feel like they're this hamster on a wheel and they're just trying to like be so strategic and build these plans and do all these things and really not even taking time to like, look at the being side of things to actually really sink into the energy of it, to let their intuition come out and to operate from there to be self reflective and to um, be in the like the mode of creation. Like I feel like that's the manifesting Side of things, of knowing that you can attract and magnetize things to you and not just go out and have to do them and have it be hard work. And like that, I feel like for everybody is, is such a, a shift, right? To actually mm-hmm. operate that way um, when everyone taught you that it was supposed to be something else.
2: So you're saying to bring the feminine energy as the operator, right mm-hmm. if that were it then the operator would to be in flow and trust and um unfolding in truth right to release and surrender and unfold mm. into the next space rather than to i mean even as a divine masculine looking down and wanting to make sure all it's like the it's like the all the overseeing father you know and And he sees, and he says, I will put everything in its right space. But the divine feminine Mm -hmm. says, I'm going to let it reveal itself to me. I'm going to let it reveal itself through me because Mm -hmm. I'm a vessel. I am a vessel. Yeah, So I'm with you on that. Mm -hmm. Business ran differently. And that for me personally has, it it sometimes is a little struggle. You know, I really, am like, okay, get back to being easy, get back to getting in flow, get back. You know, I have to keep reminding myself because it's a conditioned world around what shows up in business and how to get it done.
0: And when I asked um, Lucinda, who was a past guest of ours, and she was, she was going to join us as like a third guest. And I, I asked really put it out to everyone, how they viewed the difference between like masculine feminine energy, like in the, business like she her response was amazing she was like the bottom chakras like are all the masculine energy and the top chakras are all the feminine energy and we're meant to use both and I never viewed it through the chakra lens like that but if you guys aren't familiar with the chakras the bottom ones are well I guess like though the only thing crystal now that I'm thinking about it is I'm thinking about sacral and creativity and creation and I I really like the simplicity of it but I feel like it might be more more than that yeah what are you you seeing?
2: i feel that the chakras definitely they are they are rotating masculine feminine all the way up through Mm. um but i do understand what you mean i mean there's the if you look at just the base chakra our grounded chakra our providing chakra our secure chakra it is masculine energy
0: yeah, that one I definitely feel like because it's really about like the sense of uh, safety, really. And um, I feel like, yeah, we definitely need both. And I feel like when you're talking about manifesting how we always talk about it, it's the blend of the the being and the doing that you do have to be um, out there and actually take inspired actions, but you need to stop and be in the feminine energy to receive those intuitive nudges before you go out and action it. And um, even while I feel like a place of action, you you can be flowing in action. You can be fluid and uh, find ease in action versus like, I've got to get this
2: done. Like, let's do it. <laughs> well, Agreed. Agreed. Right. Beingness can be action. Uh, be or you can be in action and be in beingness simultaneously. This is again, balancing out the masculine and feminine within you and finding that nuance and that line where it's like the sweet spot, you know? Who was starting? Is that James?
1: Yeah, it was me. Hi, (laughs) but just real quick, I'm listening to you guys. I'm just fascinated by the whole conversation as I'm sure Lamont is like, I can like listen to this all day and I'm thinking like, you know, how, men are not feel they're not allowed to engage in conversations like this and how Mm -hmm. that is a big problem and how men like if you like look at like things like yoga or are so essential (laughs) meditation or having conversations like this like i have conversations with y'all like this all the time privately and it's like a centerpiece of my life but the 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 baseline male does not feel that he's allowed to engage in this kind of conversation because it's sissy or it's weak or, you know, it's mm. gay or it's fruit. Like, you know, there's so much out there that I think that's part of the big disalignment in our society right now is we have to engage the man to not be that dominant male energy, to tap into the, the feminine energy. I think that's where we've gone really askew here. And actually, like you're saying, and women, like, own your feminine energy. When it comes to business or standing your like your place in society or speaking, like own well, the, I want,
0: I want men to own their feminine energy as well because well, well that's
1: what I'm I'm saying yeah, though. That yeah. I think that's where we've got top top heavy is that you know men unfortunately, really unfortunately, are in power too much, overly in power, and they also don't tap into that female energy. And they don't think about things like spirituality or chakras or yoga or spirit or soul, you know? And I think that's really where all your women listening, like, you know, really open those gates for men to feel comfortable. Like I'm listening to your conversation with your husband, Crystal. Like that's amazing that your husband can have conversations with you like that and engages But how many men are open to that.
2: It's you know, a lot of work. <laughs>
1: you. Okay. Making the work of
2: a sex soul coach, let me tell you, (laughs) it's It's fabulous. You know that that uh, give and take, and it's comfortable in the way where we're confident and centered in the energies that we've integrated. It's so important. Integration is the biggest part.
1: So and so and Lamont, I do kind of want to talk to you about something too in a second. But Crystal, I kind of want to hear about like the because you're like a newlywed, right? Like that you guys just got say that again. You're a newlywed, right? You just got married, a, was it a couple months ago, right? Congrats, Yeah, yeah. i repeat
2: newlywed right now, yeah.
1: <laughs> but like you just said, like it took a lot of work. So did you come up against those challenges like as you entered this relationship where he felt he couldn't step in to that feminine energy or those conversations of safety or even in the bedroom like of safety and exchanging, you know, roles?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has fully been an, uh, oh, an ownership that it was going to be a lot of work. Okay, um, and and but you know, having then on that more of an esoteric level, like knowing we have a karmic path, knowing our souls have work to do, um, willing willingness to do that work rather than just sit in the you know, oh, we are so great, we never fight, everything flows. Like, that's not us. We've really struggled. And it is through the work of um sexuality, straight up, that we finally started to link. And like we're the love is there, but the energetic system and not understanding our energies on a deeper level on a masculine feminine level and respecting them having respect for the integration and the practice of integration is what truly uh that was our needle mover for mm. sure we're now able to be in our masculine i mean straight up for a long time i was like <sighs> i feel like I'm married to a really mean bitch. Like there's a bitch, <laughs> he's got a bitch inside of him uh, that wasn't integrated,
3: uh-huh. you know?
2: It was like he was uncomfortable in being in his feminine, uh-huh. which he organically is, he has feminine in him. And so it would come out really bitchy. And I'm like, why am I like, <laughs> <laughs> ew. right Uh come on Uh push me on the bed get a little give me a growl like not like a passive aggressive eye roll like what is going on so we we work we've done the work we've integrated and now the divine feminine or divine masculine that he is allowed to be within himself is only because he gave himself the space to be in his divine feminine. Mm. When he was in that shitty bitchy feminine, shit was not cute. Divine feminine couldn't even, or masculine couldn't even come through. So you, you integrate one and the other starts to arrive.
1: So can I ask real quick, and I think Ashley, you were talking about that Madonna horror syndrome. You know, that Madonna, like you're either a Madonna or whore. And I think, Crystal, you're saying like, I can pull my hair, you know, like, you know, and but it's the Madonna whore. And Lamont, your thoughts on this, too, because I know that you're very active in your church. And I, I like posted something about like you're allowed to be spiritual and sexual.
3: Oh, I agree, heart. because it's, it's all part of us. It's all part of us. Keep going. I'm sorry. No, no, I want you to
1: talk about that. (laughs) And, like, Ashley, like, anything you want to jump in about, like, feeling that flow of sexuality. Like, I feel like we're regulated. I want
0: to bring it to other places because I think that – I think it's, like, sexuality and, like, how is it in the rest of life, right? Because I think that it's carrying this energy with us to, like, all places. And I also – you guys can talk I mean, about it, sex. I'm here for it. No, no, but like,
1: it. my point is that I think that like, if you like want to be like or should be or are growing into being a powerful business leader, that then all of a sudden you can't also be that sexual person. And I think that's the blockage and the the categorizing of male and female energy. And I think it all needs to coincide. That if you're a leader, then don't be sexual you're sexual, then you're not a leader. Does that make sense? And I think that's blockage and like the pulling apart of masculine, like men can be whatever the fuck they want. Apparently they can be sluts and business leaders, but for a woman, she can't be both. And I think that's where I get really annoyed or you can't be spiritual and sexual. And I think that that's cast upon women and that really annoys mm-hmm. me.
3: Mm-hmm. I I think Dr. Brené Brown says it mm-hmm. best. She's, um, she says that um, when we numb our emotions, um, we numb all of our emotions. We're unable to feel happiness, joy, um, creativity, um, even though we're just trying to numb like hurt and pain. So you have to let the hurt and the pain in in order to experience the joy, the happiness, the creativity. So I think in the same way, in our divine energies, we have to let that feminine energy in, and we have to let that mask energy in, so we can feel everything. Because when we numb, we can't feel it in its entirety, and we can't be
2: in its entirety. Hallelujah.
1: So, so oh, Ashley, like more more thoughts on that because like you're super passionate about this. So I want to hear more of your insight on your journey with this now about really feeling that that feminine energy is coming into play, but there's this big blockage or resistance to it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I was just realizing as well that we're like almost near the end of our hour, which is like kind of crazy because it feels like it just like flew by. But I think what I wanted to, I think that the masculine is like amazing. And I feel like we are so familiar with the masculine. But I actually feel like it is more a balanced conversation when we highlight the feminine. Mm-hmm. I think that, yes, it's all about the integration, um, but what's waking up right now and what's like really showing up, I feel like in a lot of women is this, this powerful energy and it doesn't feel like you would think like, I think that that's the misconception is that it, it's, it's supposed to be like, you know, just soft and intuitive. And it's just like, no, like there is a force to it as well. And I think I'm just starting to understand it. And I'm like reading multiple books about it at the same time, but I think that my um, interest in it is not about like tearing down the patriarchy. It's not about giving our energy to tear down Uh, you know, the men in power, it's actually giving it to one another to wake it up because I think the divine feminine is woken up through connection, through seeing each other, through being able to be in a space to be vulnerable with one another. and, And it's putting the energy and the conversation towards that rather than trying to like tear down or destroy something else. So that's what's like really brewing within me right now.
2: I appreciate that so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, the piece around I, it doesn't resonate for me. The uh, wanting to achieve something by tearing shit down yeah. and make, making it worse—it's—it's focus. You know, focusing on the negativity of it, and that goes back to that piece that James brought through. Hey, you know, like it's interesting and downloading for me right now that men almost feel like they're not invited to this conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's like the piece around saying, I'm not going to put any energy towards tearing anything down and resisting anything Mm -hmm. I'm going to put because what resists fucking persists. So let me put my energy towards what I want to see, like inviting that man to that conversation. Mm Right."
3: right
1: see the three of you just honestly gave me a whole new perspective on so much and i i really think it is about letting those men that have no other viewpoint and those women like into the conversation and the awakening and like you know lovingly tapping each other maybe you have, you have to be a little loud sometimes but you know letting men see the feminine side and like let women really understand like it is it like the time of of empowerment and we need that female empowerment so much
0: well the men i feel like the men that don't want to understand it's sort of like how we talk about the strongest vibration wins like Mm -hmm. a a balanced woman that's owning her divine feminine it's like cannot be stopped like Mm -hmm. there was a time when men would like come like the oracles of delphi and like before some kind of battle or any big decision they would come and consult these women and there is an energy to that that is transformative, and it's sort of like it's either going to repel them, and they're going to have to go exist elsewhere. Like I, I don't know what
2: happens. <laughs> Hold <laughs> up, and attuned
0: to it, and I feel like that is that is really what I'm feeling with
1: uh-huh. this. Well, <laughs> well I I, look, we're going gonna, along, right? <laughs>
0: we're going you know, I, think,
3: <laughs> I think um you're like in the process of like a a beyonce awakening you know like <laughs> like i like I felt like i love beyonce and I follow her career and her life and stuff and she went from timid shy cause she's an introvert person even though she looks extroverted when she performs she's really an introvert by nature and when she hit her her 30s we saw this like different side of this diva emerge this in touch with her sexuality in touch with her femme and touch like just feeling empowered like i love sex i love sex with my husband and deal with it i'm gonna write songs about it you know like and you're just like wow look at her becoming like this woman and i just feel like you're kind of in that thing where you're like hey like i'm arrived Like, I'm discovering this about me, and I'm discovering this about me, and I'm I'm willing to share with this person and this person, because they deserve to hear my story, and I know it's safe, and I might share with this person, and even if they're not okay with it,
0: I'm gonna be okay. Mm. So... And you know, I keep realizing that I have a hard time explaining it. And I feel like the explaining of it is actually sort of more the male energy. That it's just like, can you tell me the 10-step process to guide me towards the the divine feminine, please? Like I'm gonna outline if you know, it's just like I feel like there's just these activations. It is it is energetic, it is download, it is sort of like things that are dormant, waking up, energies and conditionings, like really like moving away it is it is I feel like I don't know if if you guys can sense this as well but I do find that it is hard to to talk about other than that because it like it's to be experienced and I I do the fucking work like let me tell you and I know crystal she does the work like this with people and it's like there's a there's so many layers to it that sometimes I have a hard time explaining what's happening i'm like i don't fucking know like i'm listening to these books and remembrances are being
2: triggered i don't know what else to say (laughs) yeah ancient by all your dna passing through i mean who knows what you could possibly what we all are possibly carrying from generations and generations in our dna around this subject yes but ultimately there was never a disconnection and i feel like that's the a really important part to take away on masculine and feminine energy. It's because, so for example, when you think about the story of Shakti and Shiva or how, whatever words you want to put on it, one does not exist without the other and and the way that, and they're in love with each other. So, you know, Shiva knows he cannot expand without his counterpart Shakti out in the world being the vessel because he she uh Shakti is his only way, or you have like the all seeing God in Jesus, Jesus is down here experiencing getting the work done, and God knows this is my channel to get that done. Now, this Mm -hmm. is reversed, right? Shakti knows I'm not even in creation without Shiva. And it's that piece of these these counterparts being in love with each other and finding their way home to each other, rather than being in this duality. It's it's a I think a lie, you know. I mean, the duality is there, but if we look at it deeper, it's one. It's one. Absolutely, I think that's perfect. Goddess consciousness. Because
0: I feel like Christ consciousness as well is like a thing. And I feel like most of the women were taken out of a lot of religious texts by men <laughs> that wanted to not really allow women to like see their full power. So um, I feel like that might be like a whole separate conversation. But I do really want, I think, Crystal, maybe each of us can like lead, leave, Everybody with something that um, they would want them maybe to explore just like sort of find these other energies like um, I feel like working with a uh, Ascended master like one of the women ascended masters like Kali Ma or um, maybe like a little green Tara or Sophia or Mary Magdalene. Like, I feel like working with mm-hmm. one of those ascended masters and looking, uh, up kind of what they represent and asking them to come in during meditation, or there's some great books out there that really kind of give these, these downloads and these activations. Those are the kinds of things that I'm reading right now. So that's sort of one thing that I would want women or men that want to wake up that other side of themselves to go and experiment with any other suggestions from you guys about what people might do.
2: Yeah. So I would like to see men be penetrated more. Yes. Yes. Um, They don't get into the body basically is what I'm saying. So, you know, that's, that's the work I do. I take people into their body and Mm -hmm. once you experience it, On that level, I mean, we can be up here all we want and out here, and I am far too much sometimes, but (laughs) once we drop into the body, messages really start to show up. So what I really fully believe is that a man, once he is understanding what it is to be penetrated in the bedroom and being in that surrender mode. It connects him to a way different divinity. And it makes him a better lover straight up. So that's my contribution. Fuck that.
1: Yeah, Crystal. I
2: yes,
0: girl.
1: Well, got Lamont.
3: <laughs> I guess my um, my um, contribution could be if you guys ever want to talk about the Shack, um, it's an amazing book. And God's a big black woman in it, um, and it takes it takes God to a different perspective of like who he is, who she is, and how it is combined. If you ever want to have a conversation on that, let's have a conversation on that, or check it out on your own. It's called The Shack. Um, I forgot the author, it, but it's called The Shack. It's a really good book and a movie.
1: So,
2: cool.
1: very nice. I King. I really I this is gonna sound really off the wall but i think that men especially and women should listen to women comedians more and i say that because yeah you hear a lot (laughs) you hear a lot of truth come out through humor you hear a lot of intelligent humor you hear a lot of insight brought to you in a way to bring you joy as well i think women comedians are not given their due I think women comedians, if you want to talk about masculine and feminine, to succeed in that energy you'll have to work both fucking sides like a fucking animal. And I think if you, like especially documentaries following women and like Sarah Silverman, she's, I'm going to say it, like a lot of people are turned off by her, but if you watch documentaries following her, like the insight into that journey to succeed, to get there, and the things that are brought forth in the routines are going to give you a new perspective. Especially men that aren't as privileged as I am to hang out with women like you, to really get a new perspective and have a keen ear for the woman's experience and how it is to know her femininity in a masculine world. So That's my little suggestion.
0: With So I know James, you and I usually close things out together, but I feel like kind of a sense of completeness right mm-hmm. now. Like I
1: was we just, just thinking the same thing, sorry
0: okay well good well thank you everybody like we are going to be talking about i want to say aliens and ufos next week right yep. is that next week yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: aliens and UFOs. i'll be tuning in
3: i'll be tuning in <laughs> i the comment section
1: so excited <gasps> we'll
0: see you then we'll see you next friday bye everybody
1: i love you
3: all thank, thank you guys wow
1: it's